Hey, hey, hey. We are live. You ready? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even see the little red red thing up in the corner. Yes. Let me try ALH Broadcasting so I can share it. Share, share Thank it. you, Victoria. Thank you. We lost our compadre. I don't know where Miss Ruth Something went. happened. But you I know. There's just, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes we lose somebody and they pop right back in. So I'm believing that Ruth is going to pop right back in with us in just a few minutes. I believe so too. I was going to go first for the weekend review. If that's uh, that works for you, yeah, it does. I don't have a lot for this week's weekend review, and then we've got you and you go into our guest's bio. Okay. Right. All right. She's having trouble with her internet. Ah. Okay, well, we know what that's like, don't we? <laughs> oh, boy, do I know. <laughs> so I'm uh, sure. you want me to run the open at this point? Oh, yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Roll, up. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Good evening, good evening, everybody. And looking there up in the corner is Miss Ruth. Hey, I'm back. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Praise happened. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we lost Ruth for a little bit there. So I'm, I'm glad that you are back with us, Miss Ruth. And good evening to you and Victoria. Good evening to you. Good evening, darlings. You know, yes, yes, yes. So glad to be with you guys tonight. We have a good guest. Oh, my goodness. I needed this lady. I needed this lady. Like, yeah, like 10 years ago. years ago. I tell you what, she is going to speak to the writer in you tonight. She has a wonderful book. And I'm not going to tell you any more about that because uh, Victoria is going to take care of that part. Um, but we're just glad to be here. Glad to be with you. We're going to start with our weekend review. I am going to go first. I almost think that I am have completed my writing assignment. I know we are just not even quite at the middle of the month, uh, but for what I set out to do, I think I am where I need to be, and that is almost at completion. So I'm going to be speaking with my um, editor and publisher later <laughs> this evening. <laughs> wonderful. So, That's wonderful news. She tells me to go back to the table or just go take a nap and sit down <laughs> somewhere. So 
I'm sure she is not. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But um, I know that I collectively, I know that we want to talk about something. And if I can just go on and put it out there on the table, I will, unless you two have something incredible about your weekend review that you want to share. Not even I wrote a lot. Oh, no, 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 Victoria, you did some, you did some great stuff this week. Your writing challenge. You. Celebrate you. We don't want to have to come and get you. And Julia, Julia will get you. Yeah. <laughs> you better behave and come oh, up with Really? Something. Did we forget that you employed some new tools? You were able to get more words done? Yes, 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 I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Let me tell it. Can I go ahead? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was challenged. I mean, you know, we're doing the writing challenge. And uh, Ruth has been talking about how she dictated her words. And I was like, I like to write my words. I like to type my words. But I was um, picking up my child one night um, from the after school program there. And I was sitting outside and I was like, you know what? It was also the night I was going to go live with the, my jewelry. And I said, you know, let me try this um, and see if this worked. So I found a way to talk into my phone. I think I did 700 and something words. Ah, I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I exceeded my own self that night. And then um, I use, actually used it today. I was trying to type and, and it just wasn't working. I said, let me see how this will work. If I So I figured it out in Google how to get the mic going. And I did 570 something words today. Awesome. See, I, so I want to say I told you so, but I told you. Yeah, you can say it. Say it loud and proud. You did tell me so, and I didn't want to listen. So I'm glad I listened, and um, I, I'm just excited. Yes, I think this is. I'm almost at my halfway mark for my words. I think I'm closer to my halfway mark than I was. Okay, so. well, good, awesome. good, good. good, job. good job. So I'll be. I'll probably hit about twenty three thousand words tonight. So yeah. I still got about. 600 more to write but yeah just coming good along so yeah good for you you are you have it seems like you're really inspired ruth she's holding Thank she's you. been holding on to this story for a minute though I uh, you know not even a minute i'm just really excited about it and like even the other night you know i hit three thousand words one day two thousand words another day i had hit that part of the story where i was like eh, i don't know how i'm gonna write this but once i started writing it you know the words just kept coming. So yeah, I, I see. Awesome, awesome. I think that's mm -hmm. great. That's great. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to be busy the week coming up because we're going to be getting in touch with um, those who were gracious enough to join us for our um, first time ever live program yes. with the live audience. Yes. And we promised you all that when we got it all in good shape, we would share it with you. So that is going to be the program next Sunday. Next Sunday, you will get to see what you saw that day. <laughs> For those of you who were not able to attend, I think it'll be a real treat for you. And for those of you who were actually there with us, I think you're still going to like what you see. So uh, I am just putting it out there now. I know we'll have some graphics and stuff during the week, 
to remind you to tune into Authors Up at 7 p.m. next week, right before Thanksgiving week. And um, we're just glad. We're excited. We I, I was really pleased with the way things turned out. I don't have any negative anything. We live, we love, we learn, we laugh, we do all those things. So all of that's kind of incorporated in, in what you will see next week. So I thank you. I thank you all for supporting and thank mm -hmm. you who were there for being there and for those who could not make it, you know, for sending us kind notes and kind words and things like that to keep us encouraged as much as we like to keep you encouraged. So I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone. Yes, <laughs> and I think you're going to like it. You're going to like it. What you guys got to say about it? I'm excited about it, too. I think they'll like it, too. And with the sorry, everybody that we know and love couldn't be in that room that night. But <laughs> it was it was a it was a wonderful event. And I'm looking forward to um, doing more like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to debut some awesome products that night. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Drum rolled. And one of them was. Go ahead, Ruth. Oh, our, our journal. Yes. Our yes. Write Your Journey journal. So write your journey. That's right. And get a lovely pen to go with it. So yes, we have a journal, y'all. We and you know we talk about journaling all the time. We yes. got one. <laughs> so check us out on social media. If you don't follow us, please do. We are on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. And if you go, you look up Authors Up Show, you will be able to find us. Follow us to get more information on how to order your journal and pen and other wonderful products. Oh, we're not going to tell them where they can get the journal. Really? Okay. Then. <laughs> I just They're said follow us on social media. Wonderful Christmas <laughs> gifts, y'all. What the journal? It just is. Oh, I'm using it myself. See, see. <laughs> and okay. we're proud of you. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right, are we ready? Yes, yeah. I think we are. I think we are. All right. I, I want us to get this lady on so she's got some time. Yes, yes, it. yes. I'm going to read a bio for the wonderful Miss Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts helps writers predict and prevent writer's block. I needed her like 10 years ago, but her <laughs> unique approach includes the science of creative thinking, coach training, humor, empathy, and lifelong experience as a writer. She is the director of a large, free, active Facebook group of writers called Write Without the Fight, where writers get daily help with creative and writing penundra. Julia has her master's in the science of creativity and has four published books, including Amazon bestsellers, Write Without the Fight, Master Your Creative Process to Write with Ease and Satisfaction, Sex, Lies, and Creativity, Gender Differences in Creative Thinking. Her TEDx talk is not just Mojo, The Surprising Science of Creativity, and that will debut in spring 2023. If you wonder what is keeping you from writing, finishing, or sharing your creative work, Julia Roberts believes it is her mission to help you get writing, keep writing, and publish or produce. Writers are the best kind of weirdos, she says. The world <laughs> needs us. After a very, very short break, you will help us welcome Miss Julia Roberts. Yes, yes, yes. 
Thank you for that lovely intro. Of course, of course. Now, now we set a really high bar, so I know. I'm like, who is that gal? <laughs> she sounds great. Oh, she does. She sounds amazing. So, thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. Um, I have to ask about the name. Who had it first? Um, unfortunately, um, me. Okay. <laughs> Actually, she only had it since she was an adult. She took her mother's maiden name as oh. when she entered acting. Oh, okay. Oh, know that. You knew that. Uh, I didn't know that. Her mother had done the same thing. Okay. So All I don't right. know what their growing up name was. You know, whatever. But well, well, you know what? That's fine. You had it first. It's yours. At first, you'll right? make great things out of it. So I'm trying to get her to use her middle initial, but she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're gonna get to that point in a minute because I like how you know you wrote uh certain things that we're gonna touch on, including humor. But let's start, let's talk about your book, Right Without the Fight. That is very catchy, but is very intentional too. Tell us about your book. Um, so right without the fight, from my point of view, I was fighting writing like all my like a lot of my adult life. I always wanted to write a book. I always wanted to be published. And um, for reasons I didn't understand, I just couldn't, you know, get over that finish line. I did in 2008 with my first book, um, Motherhood to Otherhood, which went traditional path, agent, etc. But then when that was about to come out, I was like frozen in my tracks. I just felt like such an imposter. I expected like the imposter police to show up at my door <laughs> and somehow arrest me for something I had not foreseen, you know? But, um, so I just realized I needed real help. Like I was just frozen and in a panic, like, like I had given my baby to the publisher and they'd put it out in the snow and I was powerless to help it. Oh, you know, uh -huh. it was really hard. It, it's, and you know, it was just a reasonable book. It performed reasonably. I was on some shows, those, nothing like that made me nervous, like a TV show, radio shows and nothing like that made me nervous, but just the idea that, um, that I was the authority, which is, you know, the root of that is awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, that's very hard to step into those shoes. So at any rate, I um, started looking for help. And my first step was Martha Beck. And I went and got coach training, which um, first I got coaching and I was like, this is so good. <laughs> and it kind of gave me like peace between the ears. I was able to sort of turn around a lot of my icky thoughts and be less hard mm -hmm. on myself, which I thought was part of my value that I was hard on myself. Like, you guys don't have to be hard on me. I'll be hard on, my, on myself. You know? Instead, I just realized how much it was holding me back. And then um, then I went into creativity coaching with Eric Maisel. And he's written like 30 books on creativity. He's really amazing. Mm -hmm. um, 
anyway, I trained with him as a creativity coach. And then I thought, wow, I found my purpose, my people, you know, and then I still kind of wasn't there yet because so much of it, it was intuitive and I'm a little cynical. Um, like a lot of coaching is just like, you can feel it. So it's true, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't untrue, but I just still needed that little nail on the, you know, nail on the head. So I went and got my master's in creativity and, um, and I felt like that finally gave me what I needed to understand how I work, how to work better, how to deploy my brain the way my brain deploys. You know how you look around and everybody's doing what you can't do and you just think, what's wrong with me? You know, instead mm. of what's right with me. Yeah. You know, and right. all that are right, really, really right. And you can't just focus on that little thing you don't do well. You got to figure out how to skate over that part and do your part really big, you know? Oh, wow. Okay, so it sounds like there's a lot of um, stuff we need to change about how we think about writer's block. Yeah. Yeah, because it's different for everybody. It really depends yeah. on how your personal brain works. Uh -huh. And um, so, it, and then we compare all the time. We always compare. It's a yeah. survival skill, right? Uh, because if you don't compare yourself to so-and-so, you could... Um, you could end up being the person who doesn't outrun the tiger or whatever. You don't have to run faster than the tiger. You just have to run faster than so-and-so. So we're always constantly comparing. It's how our brains are wired. Mm -hmm. So um, if somebody says, oh, this works for me, and then you go try that, the only thing you can take away from that is, oh, I'm dumb or, or stupid or bad. You know, mm -hmm. why does that work for her? And whatever that is, I set a timer. I use a verbal you know, I, I speak the words, whatever it is, if it works for somebody, but it doesn't work for you, all you can take away is, I knew it. I knew I was dumb. <laughs> I secretly knew. <laughs> what does that sound familiar? <laughs> no, but what, what, what isn't understood or, or generally talked about is that there's more that there's like 16 different ways that you might get stuck because oh, wow. there's four major thinking modes and uh -huh. they're named for like they come they have a different outcome outcome they require like a different mood and approach and they have um and they kind of have different locuses in your brain or loci or you know depends on height right on the sound <laughs> anyway but um so there's four major thinking modes that it takes to do any creative thing whether that's write a whole novel or name a chapter or something really easy, like something that rhymes with Bob, your, your brain's still going to go through those four ways of thinking. So, oh, wow. yeah, it's just like wash, rinse, repeat. It's just always going to happen unconsciously, whether you, you know, so there's parts of that that you're really good at and that you really like. Mm -hmm. um, I was a brainstormer for 25 years mm -hmm. and yet it hadn't occurred to me that <laughs> I'm a really strong ideator. <laughs> thought you know what doesn't everybody think that whatever they can do well everybody else can do that well mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. i don't know why that is because it comes easily to you and you just think why are those people going to answer phones stay right here we're, we're doing ideas <laughs> it's fun it's you know it's pizza it's nerf guns you know why are you doing that boring stuff <laughs> but anyway so i was a strong ideator and you know that doesn't come as a surprise but then when i was actually assessed what i found out that is was news to me is that I was a really uh, low clarifier. Mm -hmm. And I tempted mm -hmm. to say poor 
or bad, but it's really just um, energy. It's not necessarily your skill set because people right. can definitely improve their skill set, but clarifying still drains me of energy. Ideation still gives me energy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, I could, I could brainstorm all day. Other people would be exhausted after a couple hours. Oh my God, that was long. You know, (laughs) where's everybody going? We're going to keep going, aren't we? (laughs) So it's really what drains you of energy. And so obviously if you're drained of energy by trying to do this thinking mode that you don't like, um, you're going to not do it as well, possibly. Right. You're going to avoid it or you're going to try and skip it or skimp it. Mm -hmm. What happens is you waste a lot of time. You don't finish your thought, your project, you know, you don't build. You just stay in this little spiral of, so that's what kept happening to me. And I think people kept saying to me, pick one idea and stick with it. And you're like, duh. (laughs) What idea? You didn't think of that. (laughs) What what idea? You know, you have to clarify what idea and why. Yeah. But so people would give you information or what works for them and you'd go home and try it and you'd be like, I don't know. It's just still not working for me, you know? Right. Anyway, that's, so that's my little journey. It took me a long, long time to figure out how I think, where I really fail to think or fail to do it. And then what, and I used to like, especially in brainstormings, which was my profession for a long time, um, like stamp my feet and sort of roll my eyes when people tried to clarify. Mm-hmm. Um, so the very help I needed kind of pissed me off. Uh, it made me like anxious because I, somebody might notice that I'm bad at it. It made me mm-hmm. bored. You know, I was like, why are we doing this? Let's get to the ideas where I, you know, where I can click. Um, so I realized not only is this my weak spot or my struggle is a, is a better way of saying it, but it's also an area where I kind of didn't accept help. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, also I would feel judged by them because they wanted to clarify, like when we were done, all the ideas or whatever, they'd be like, go home little ideator, you know, we'll do the hard work now because they value what they do for creativity, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's funny, I listened to you and I, I recognize like three or four of those um, intelligent or personality tests that I've taken. And I could have just gone to you like 10 years ago instead <laughs> for all of those. Oh, but um, it took me a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, you know, obviously it was a journey to get you to that point to understand who you are, how you function. How long did it take you to actually write this book and get all your thoughts down on paper and in a way that you could get to your publisher and say, here you go. So this book, um, I graduated with that degree in 2014. Mm-hmm. It took me a while just to figure out that I cared more about writers than just even corporations. Just I thought I was just right. hopping the fence and doing corporations. But I just was um, kind of done. I've just done that a long time. So I decided to create a business that let me just spend my days with people I really care about, which is basically writers. So Oh, I like that. So that took me, um, that took me a while. And then I started blogging and getting this concept together. I, I started my website, which was called Decoding Creativity, which was really aimed at corporate America and then pulled back, mm-hmm. and re, you know, kept the URL, kept the name, but um, brought it to um, brought it to writers exclusively. But that takes a while just not only to conceive, but also to deserve. 
Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to deserve the life you want. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but you know that feeling where you're just like, oh, who am I to think I can do that? You know? Yeah. Right. Or or the, just also the money question. People always are like, just you have to you have to have a money making that you can't have mm-hmm. a but I think when you really love something and you really want to be with people, it shows and you can make money at it. Wow. Yeah. I just it, think it does. It, it definitely shows, definitely, you know, even from a writer standpoint with the book and even just listening to you talk now. And the thing that sticks out to me the most, you know, especially from your bio, but from the book itself, is just the empathy part of it. You know, you said it before, it's not just, you know, stop thinking, you know, instead of thinking, oh, what's wrong with me? What's right with me? You know, and I had never, I, I was one of those people who said, oh, I don't get writer's block until I got writer's block for like a year and a half. Um, And it took me a while to actually, number one, admit that. And then number two, figure out how to work around it. But even now, you know, after having gone through your book, you know, understanding that, you know, I need to be nice to myself. I I need to show myself a little empathy because maybe that's just the way I'm wired. Maybe I need to look at this some differently, you know? I love that. That I think is a big, I hope everybody sort of gives themselves permission to be who they are mm-hmm. and not, and just not apologize for who they aren't. Right. You know, yeah. like I'm struggling with that, but I'm working it out or I'm getting a tool or I'm bringing mm-hmm. in a collaborator or, but yeah. I mean, you know, I'm really good at this, you know, right. we all have to do it all. We all do do it all regardless. We right. start putting our ego in play and we only want to play where we're good at it or we really, you know, that's when you get blocked because either you get stuck in a mode of thinking that you're really good at it, that you love, or you get stuck in one that drains you of energy and you just can't get through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But um, a lot of times we hang out where we're happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like you know, Indeed. Well, I wanted to just uh, say a quick welcome to those who are just coming on to the broadcast and to let you know that we have a wonderful guest, Julia Roberts, with us tonight. And she is the author of Right Without a Fight. And if anybody on the line has ever put down a word or a sentence, you know this is a book you need to have. Sorry to steal your thunder, Victoria, but it's okay. this is a get the book moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> And thank you for joining us. Our friends from Toronto are on the line tonight. Thank them for being with us and cool. for sharing this information. Absolutely. So I'm uh-huh. sorry to break in, but I wanted to make oh, sure. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's your turn, Andrea. Oh, it is. Oh, yes. well, looky there. <laughs> your timing was good. Well, you finished, Ruth? <laughs> yeah. We're going to come back to Ruth. I'm not sure Ruth was actually done. I know. <laughs> but I um, I don't have a lot of questions. I uh, Well, I do about the two groups that you have, the Mighty Writers Club, which I see back there, and the other group that you have. How About how many people are in that group and, and how diverse is it? That's a good question. So my, my uh, Right Without the Fight group is a free Facebook group. It's a few thousand, three, maybe four at the most. In terms of diversity, it's uh, gender diverse, not very. It's a lot of women, uh, some men. Um, they speak up a lot. <laughs> are they are they novelists? Are they poets? Are they do they come from all? Yeah, there's definitely novels? poets and novelists, and also 
Um, there's people who are writing nonfiction memoirs, a lot of memoirs lately. Um, I, you know, maybe because of my age, maybe, but I kind of, maybe because writing is sort of a mature creativity as well, but mm -hmm. I tend to have people in their forties, fifties and sixties. So that's a lot of, um, that's a lot of memoir. A lot of people are coming to writing with that in mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never written a memoir, but you know, it isn't that far from fiction. You still need to fit that same structure. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, but does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, it actually does. Um, I was when I was looking at the book, one of the things that that stuck out to me, which was the very first part of it, was examining uh, the way that you think your the whole the, your creative thinking process. And that's just something that never, ever crossed my mind. I said I, I do um, mostly um, poetry. Uh, Victoria started out as a blogger. Uh, it's mm -hmm. always written great romance novels and things like that, but I I'm on the inspirational side. So I tend to, you know, if, if God's not busy and doesn't want to write that day, <laughs> I'm probably not going to have anything to put on paper because <laughs> that's just the way that it works. But I did, I did try my hand. Um, at fiction and I'm trying my hand at, at something else. So I really, this is, this is the kind of book that, and, and I'll say this for our listeners, this isn't a skim over. This is like your writing handbook. This is, this is a textbook and, and you need to get it and you need to, even if you don't think you are a writer, if we had some wonderful people on the show and they just they didn't start out thinking gee i want to write a book or you know some things just kind of evolved for them but i think that if you ever ever have have a desire to write anything this book will help you get her done as they say <laughs> this will help you um and i'm so i'm just so glad that that you wrote it that you cared enough about the weirdos. Uh, the I do feel if somebody's compelled to write, it's because they're a weirdo. Yeah. You know. In some way, we're like in the margins. We see something mm -hmm. that people aren't seeing in the best kind of way. But, you yeah. know, and that's why we're compelled to write. Otherwise, you know, I could just be eating brownies right now. <laughs> so, you know, but I have this little thing that I think people need to know about. And that's, that's what I mean by weirdos. Like you have a, mm -hmm. a marginal or edgy sort of idea that you think needs out there. And that's, that's why you're compelled. I'm going to say one thing though, if you don't mind, Go ahead. Poetry, Andrea, that is a convergent skill. So the two big buckets of creativity are diverging and converging, converging. right? Mm -hmm. So diverging is everything everywhere, you know, all at once. And converging is selecting and perfecting, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, so everybody does both. They really are the inhale and exhale of, creativity. You can't not do it. If I didn't converge, I couldn't have shown up at a certain time, you know, but it's right. obvious with my ideation background that I'm a really strong diverger. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, you know, struggle to converge because I love everything, you know, <laughs> and it's, it becomes a weakness when you do that. So, but poetry in general is a convergent, you're, you're making, you're creating by subtracting. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like in the same way sculpture is, creating by subtracting instead of creating oh, by wow. wow 
Okay. So that puts you already in a big bucket. And, you know, like that already kind of separates you in some ways as a convert. Right. That's, that's interesting. Wow. I never mm -hmm. thought that. Good yeah. news. Good news. I'm not as crazy as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, you select a perfect baby. <laughs> You got your hand on the wheel. So <laughs> Heck no. Heck no. <laughs> way to go. Way to go. Um, ideation. Talk, yeah. it, I've heard you use that, that word a couple of times and clarify that for me. What is, what it is, is a weird word? Um, so it's, it's kind of a businessy word, really. It's like the, the process, the process of coming up with ideas. Um, okay. So it's just my business background coming out. I, I agree. It's a little off-putting for regular. We would just say getting ideas, but that's what that is. Yeah. But ideation sounds so much nicer. Yes, it does. But it is sort of an academic, businessy word. Yeah. Right. You know, and I want to make sure that even though this is academic and is used a lot in business, mm -hmm. that it still is really accessible to regular creative people who right. kind of might even, especially writers, because we're a little bit rebellious, anti-authoritarian, might be like, I'm not doing brainstorming, you know, what I mean? <laughs> whatever business words that, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be branded or bundled or, you know, all those sort of things that I, I want to make sure that it does speak to writers and doesn't leave them out of that because that's who I think deserves the help. Mm -hmm. It just was my own bias, but that's who I think deserves the help. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Miss, Miss Victoria, Queen Victoria, I know you got something. We have what uh, one of the listeners that says she started out with poetry as well, and she's mm -hmm. written a wonderful couple of wonderful books now. Mm -hmm. So, hats off to Angie. Oh, thank you, Angie. Well, I, my my um, I have observations and and well, I'm gonna say questions. I'm gonna say questions because there was a couple of chapters that really really stuck out to me, and I like maybe share a little bit of with our um, listeners and our viewers. Um, how to tell if you're blocked, lazy, lazy. or just scared. scared. That, um. <laughs> that just jumped out at me because I think maybe I got all three of that going on. But <laughs> could, you, could you just tell us a little bit, how do you know if it's really truly, you know, if you're blocked, lazy, or, or just scared? Come on, come on. Uh, well, okay, so that that title comes straight out of what people think, including mm -hmm. myself. And I'm just like, oh, am I, am I blocked? Am I lazy? Am I, you know, am I just walling myself off because I'm scared, right? So, um, the, I mean, to tell, the, to tell the difference is to let all your defenses down and be honest with yourself, right? Um, so if you're blocked, there's probably a tool that can help you. Okay. If you're lazy, you might be out of energy. Mm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Or you might be in a, a phase of thinking that really costs you a lot of energy. So when, when I'm editing, I try and be extremely kind to myself because that's convergent. It costs me a fair amount to do that. And I feel it should happen as quickly as generating, right? 50,000 words, a, a, you know, whatever. But, and it's not true and it's not fair, right? And so you're setting up, you're setting up things that are hard and wrong headed. Um, so, so, and then if you're scared, you're probably thinking I'm no good, nobody cares. I shouldn't be bothering. I should probably make dinner. I should probably mop the kitchen. I should do something that that establishes my value since hmm. these 
these 3000 words that I'm about to write will not establish my value. Right. So something, so if you're scared, you're probably trying to self valorize somewhere else. Um, you know, and if you're lazy, the kindness has to kick in because you might just be in a very hard thinking skill or you might be just tired for goodness sakes, you know, Um, and lazy is just one of those words that you should just get out of your vocabulary, you know, because it's really mean. It's really Mm -hmm. mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, blocked is probably, is probably a, a, a thinking skill that is, is, shutting you down. Um, so you should try a tool that has to do with that particular right. thing. I don't have to work hard to know anymore because I know it's clarity every time. It's always mm-hmm. clarity to me. So I can just use a clarity tool and it'll usually get me going again. Unless wow. I'm getting but <laughs> <laughs> so so in your opinion, would you say writer's block is not really real or would you say writer's block is real? but you have to use a tool to get out of it. I think writer's block is definitely real. It's a matter of um, struggling and not um, understanding how to get out and getting bad advice, a lot of bad advice about Mm -hmm. it. And then self-judgment and self-judgment is block. End of subject, chills all creativity. That's key, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's key. So, I mean, like say for instance, I'm doing something um, very slowly or not at all the only way I can prolong that delay is by you know judging myself for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've spent, I've already spent six hours and I hadn't read a thing. You know, I can make that into 12 just by judging myself. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that's procrastination. I, I, think. I think that's a skill we all have. <laughs> it's it's right. Right? So, um, And then the, like Einstein called it, he didn't call it what I call it. He called it combinatory play. Like if he mm. couldn't come up with the answer to something physics wise, he would play the violin. And is that procrastinating from his point of view? It wasn't, it was just allowing the thought to come, allowing himself to stay in a positive place. Upshifted is the term like going to your neocortex instead of your fearful brain. Um, so okay. saying, staying in a combinatory play. So that's how he would incubate and, and um, allow himself to take the break he needed to do the creativity. Wow. To finish wow. the creative task. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you're saying we should not kick ourselves and feel bad. We just need to maybe step away and let the idea come. Step away and do something good. Make, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it sounds like I'm going to say mop the floor. Do the, what I just said was valorization, but you're doing born. <laughs> but you're doing it in a different way. You're right. You're creating time and space for you to stay upshifted and allow your brain to do the work. Love it. Love it. I like that term upshifted. Yeah, it's not mine. It's (laughs) definitely a scientific term. (laughs) I actually I did try and really give credit throughout that book to people who identified about Mm -hmm. these quotes because they're not, you know, there's 70 years of work and tens of thousands of participants and hundreds and hundreds of practitioners Mm -hmm. who've developed this research, you know. Right, right. I am, am actually intrigued by your master's. I did not, I've never heard of the science of creative thinking as right? a, a course of study. How um, vigorous was that and how long did it take? It was two years. It's oh. a, it was a remote. Um, so what do they call that? Uh, you're there for a while and then you're remote. 
So, you know, you're there for two weeks and then you're remote the remainder of the okay. year. Okay. And then you're there the hybrid. again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that helps enormously because then you get to know each other so that when you're online, it's much more vigorous mm-hmm. you know, in, interplay and stuff like, you know, you know, people's points of view about creativity and what they work on. And so it's a really different level of engagement online, but it's, it is largely an online thing, but because of the two weeks in the beginning, it helps enormously. Right. So it's at Buffalo State College. I don't know if there's another master's. There's a recent doctorate, I think, in the British Virgin Islands. The the science itself, however, is not new. It's been around since the seven. Uh, it's been around since the fifties. Um, it was developed in response to the the then NIS later became the CIA wanted what they called the CQ because they had a recent IQ that was 1947. Mm-hmm. And they could test agility and they wanted a CQ. Leave it to them. They want to be able to just rank us by number, right? My CQ. <laughs> so um, they put a lot of money into creativity research. And um, that blossomed in the 50s. It took off since then for other reasons. But they put a lot of money into it in the 50s. Mm-hmm. But Nick happened in 57 and people panicked. Like, oh, my God, we've mm-hmm. fallen behind in the creativity race, ingenuity, you know, <laughs> innovation, you know. Wow. That's what word writers would hate. Innovation. That's a business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have, I have a quote, I believe, from your book. Um, not investing in your inner writer is to deny your creativity, your calling, your self-exploration, your potential for growth. Because creating is growth. And like any kind of growth, you invest time and money in pursuing it or avoiding it. Would you expound upon that a little bit? Oh, so you're happening into my own little uh, predilections. So um, <laughs> if, you, if you have a creative drive, which everybody has to some degree and on some medium, right? But um, there's, various, there's various levels of creativity in the, in the world, for sure. But we all sort of have a creative drive. And if you are busy um, tamping it down and pretending you don't have it, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. You know, if I'm um, when I'm it's going to cost you in a lot of different ways. I, if I'm on stage, I go, it took me 40 years and 40 pounds to realize I should just go ahead and write. And it would be a lot easier on my body. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, people have all sorts of things that they do in order to pretend they don't want or wish they could or, you know. People bring out drama instead of putting it on a page. People bring it, you know, they're bored and they're shift, they're restless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they do all sorts of things to compensate for the fact that they're not creating in the way that they're called to do. And that could be musicians or inventing or anything. But if you're stifled, it's hard on you over time. Right, right. Yeah. But to me, even if all you did was write in a journal or write, you know, for a local paper or, you know, people have different needs, different level needs to feel validated or to feel heard. But just just to do something for yourself that is the creativity you desire. Yes. It's already valuable. That's right? good. That's good. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Would you, as we, you know, about to wrap up a little bit here, would you let our listeners and viewers know where they could get the book, any of your books, and how they could get in touch with you? touch with you if they would like to well the book is on amazon just the okay. normal way uh-huh mm-hmm. um 
And um, getting in touch with me is not that hard. Hello, Julia Roberts at decodingcreativity.com. <laughs> so, that is hard, I guess. That sounds like a lot, but that's <laughs> get the book out there. Get this book. You need it. <laughs> and also, ask to join the Right Without the Fight um, Club on my on um, Facebook, and that's a free I, group. I did that while we were sitting here. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get around to you know i post my blog people can post their blogs there we talk about things that are bothering us or happening you know it's a really nice interactive group so that's okay. a great place to just sort of mm, i don't know get to know me or ask a question or i'm, I'm there every single day so it's a good place to that's awesome. Awesome. That's i'm looking awesome. forward to being in a community <laughs> it's a nice community right awesome. anyway so i think that's great I think that's great. Julia, I thank you. I thank you. We thank you so yes, much absolutely. Of being with us today and for sharing all of the great nuggets that you've got and all the wisdom that you have released to us tonight that I know is going to help us and, and help us in, in this crazy writing journey that, that, we, that we all are a part of. But if there is there anything in particular uh, you would like to leave with uh, with us or with our audience tonight, either from the standpoint of a new writer or someone who's been writing for a while. You, you would think I'd prepare something for this, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> the question. Um, so personally, I really feel strongly that you need to understand you're kind of brilliant, totally needed in the world, and and um and all you need to do is get out of your own way oh wow your ego's there saying Woo! your ego is like really not a, not a good thing for you so just like let it drop and let yourself be who you who you half-assed are excuse my language okay. <laughs> and that's good enough not only good enough that's pretty brilliant in the world just to let yourself be who you are even if it's not all that you hope or all that, you mm -hmm. know, all that people think you should be in that setting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Ju Julia, you didn't have to come on the show to slap me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving the other cheek because you just slapped one of them cheeks. <laughs> you guys have been such a delight. It's really. <laughs> Get out of my own way. I, I wrote that mm -hmm. down. Yes, I did. <laughs> In fact, I'm gonna put in my journal over, over everything, right? Get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you deserve it. You really do. I think people mm -hmm. think it's, you know, this little gatekeeper, and that they can't get through that. That they can't get through that gate. The gates are busted open these days. There's Amazon. There's everything. It's a matter of, and even if you can't get through that gate, there's no rationale for not creating what you want to create. Look wow. at Emily Dickinson. She was never published in her lifetime. And she's mm -hmm. a brilliant contributor to our wow. full understanding of humanity. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, I tell you what, that about wraps it up for us here at Authors Up tonight. Uh, Ruth, did you have any closing comments? To make? Um, just thank you again, Julia, for joining us. We appreciate your book. We appreciate your wisdom. Um, and if there are anybody out there, if you have any comments, if you would like to be a guest on our show, you can email us at authorsup at gmail.com. 
All righty, righty. And Julia, just hang out with us for, for a couple more minutes as we close out. Thank you so, so much for being with us this evening. Truly enjoyed having you. And look, you guys, if you did not have an opportunity to hear the broadcast from the beginning, please remember that we replay on Saturday evenings at 7 p.m. Bring a friend who writes or somebody that you know has got that bug and is compelled to do so, so that they can hear from Julia Roberts and get plugged into the wonderful things that she has going on. So thank you all so much for being with us tonight. We invite you to come back. Remember, next week is very, very special because yes. we will be playing the, um, the uh, program yeah. that we did for our intimate afternoon with Authors Up. And uh, some of you wondered, you know, when is that going to be finished? When am I going to get to see it? Next week at 7 p.m. If you're <laughs> right here, you'll be able to see it then. So thank you so much, everybody, for being with us. And be sure to join us again because you never, ever know what's going to happen when you tune in to Authors Up. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, Bronze Girls. <laughs> <laughs>